You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. In her book, Define Greatly, Brene Brown coins one term, among others, foreboding joy. It's one that she says we subconsciously use to try to protect ourselves from vulnerability. Foreboding joy says this, if I don't feel extremely happy, I won't have to feel extremely disappointed. It can be described as that feeling you get when joy is followed quickly by thoughts of worry or dread, the inner dialogue of, but what if this happens? Or a sense of impending doom that something bad will happen to counteract the happiness you feel. You're still experiencing joy, but you're also worried, convinced, and fearful that joy will leave you. You may even fabricate worst-case scenarios in your head and post-joy possibilities, diminishing the joy you're experiencing. At least for me and maybe you, it feels like we are living under a blanket of foreboding joy that will never go away. Yes, now that we have passed a budget and we are ready to do the work of rebuilding the church, but don't breathe, don't move, because something could break or another bad thing will happen. The egg prices are finally within reason, and gas is coming down, but you better hold your breath because that recession could still hit in a couple of days. We are swimming in this fear and anxiety within our families, our workplaces, our church, and our communities. How in the hell could we ever experience joy or want to experience joy if all that is going to come crashing down? In walks John, all happy-go-lucky, screaming in the wilderness like a street preacher, dunking people in some water, and then being all giddy saying, what about you? What about you? Do you want to be baptized? So when some people come to question what he is doing, they truly kill the vibe. For John, it's so straightforward. I am pointing to the light who is coming. Take this mikvah, this ritual bath known by the Jewish people, so that you might live in freedom. What do you have questions about? John is all about joy and freedom and wants to have a pool party about it. But the jam's on and let's live life in the midst of all this death, all of this unfreedom. Pointing to the light, the love train is on its way. amongst all the hustle and bustle. It is hard to even imagine that this day, celebrating, witnessing joy amongst all the hustle and bustle could even be possible. But thanks to, thanks, thank God for Brene Brown, and not just telling us about foreboding joy, but also telling us what to do about it. She provides a solution, a way to interrupt the coming up of excuses as to why we cannot and should not experience joy. Joy, a very real human emotion, an emotion that comes from God and one that God desires for us. After all, being made free should cause us to feel nothing less 
than joy. Brene Brown says that the way to begin to lower or defend our defensive shield of foreboding joy is to practice gratitude. Last spring, I was Zooming with my coach. The beautiful thing about coaching is that we believe that all of the natural creative solutions to our problems rely within ourselves. And the job of the coach is to help bring that out of us. And of course, my coach does a good job. Not because I pay her, but because she does her work. So I was in a season of foreboding joy. I was living life. I was happy, but I was expecting everything to go hell into a handbasket within the next minute or hour or day. And my coach then asked me to do this very simple thing. I don't like when they give me homework to do, but I'm learning as an adult. If you do it, it might help. So I started a gratitude journal, right? You open up the the, uh, composition notebook, the black and white, and you start making your list. And reluctantly, I did it. I even set a reminder on my phone at 7 p.m. every single night. I don't know how to shut it off. I would love to know how to shut it off. And it simply says, practice gratitude for today. Every day, whether I'm on vacation or in the middle of a mental health crisis, I take that minute and ask myself, what am I grateful for today? Some days you'll see on Facebook, I will post it. You should spot my dogs and the resurrection and Pinot Grigio. But nonetheless, like we are to be grateful for something, even if the day has convinced me that nothing has caused me joy. So throughout all of the hardship, all of the heaviness here at house, in our hearts and in our world, there should be no reason for joy. And yet, all I experience within liturgy with all of y'all is pure, unbridled joy. Luckily, the meds are good, so I don't show you when I cry. But when you can hear it sometimes in my voice when I'm at the table, when we step back and we sing the holy, holy. My spiritual director said months ago, months ago, that I will finally be in a place where I can fully be myself and can finally experience God. And when we are at that table together and all of us sing, and all of us sing together the doxology, praising God and expecting joy, I see the tears on your face. I see your hearts fracture as the bread fractures. There's no need for foreboding joy anymore because in that meal, the joy rushes in and consumes our bodies. And yeah, we're going to have a Rasta party about it. Because why not? We are worthy of joy. We are deserving of joy. John is here today, this Advent, to witness to the joy of the Word made flesh. To invite us into witnessing to the joy of the Word made flesh to plunge us in a bath of freedom so that we might actually begin to see and feel the joy around us, to light a pink candle that a little child lights up about on our Advent wreath in the middle of Advent, that even preparation and anticipation are times for joy. The questions I have for you are simple. How are you foreboding joy? And how would you like to practice gratitude? During open space in a minute or so, Bobby, Joe, Joe and I will be uh, flanking the candles and we will be ready to receive your pieces of paper if you want to write them down about what, how are you foreboding joy and how are you thinking about practicing gratitude.
the joy that is so powerful and transformative that when it entered human flesh, they do coalesce so that they might transform each other. We are foreboding joy no more. And there's nothing else to say. It's going to be all right. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org/giving.